Welcome to the Dirty Slides Podcast. I am your host, Joe Prano, here with my co-host, Andy Laz Lazarus. We're in the Laz Lair, hanging out, doing dirty slides. What's up, Joe? Good to be back. What is you, this, week 11? Is it, I think I it might know, be... Week 9? I think it might, might be 8. 8? Might be the Gary Carter episode. <laughs> you know, the, you know uh, oh, you read that book. About how they called uh, Gary Carter the kid, and yeah. uh, he thought it was all cool, and they were just making fun of him behind his back because he's just a dork. Right. Yeah. There's a uh, – my buddy who was in the Mets system told me that they – when he I forget which one of them. He played with – he played under Hojo, I believe, but, like, all those guys are still around the uh, organization, like Hojo – Tuffle was the third base coach for a while. Ojido, I think, was one of his pitching coaches. Okay. Um, no Rafael Santana? No. Nowhere to be found. They, they said that there was a, uh, in the on the 86 team, there was two buses, one for like all the dudes and one for all the Christians. <laughs> Gary Carter. And the Gary Christians Carter was were not on the like, dude bus? The Christians were just Gary Carter and Tim Tuffle. <laughs> <laughs> but they had their own bus because they, <laughs> they couldn't be around the rest of the gang. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, who's laughing now, right, Tim Tuffle? You know, we got uh, our own bus. I said the Gary Carter episode. This is uh, something I used to do on Kooks. Rest in peace, Kooks. Mm-hmm. Uh, every episode, I would I would give a sports player's name uh, number that number, corresponded yeah. with the episode, and it's the beginning of like my gross infatuation with uh, the Michael Jordan LeBron James comparison because I said. Uh, episode twenty three, the LeBron James episode, <laughs> and Lachlan Patterson and and. Uh, Former Venetian Scott Scotty Goldberg, Scotty G, got very upset about it. Now, very, very upset. This is huh? years ago now. Yeah, uh, when he was still a member of the Heat, and I was like, guys, this is. Let's I, be. I can't believe we're still talking about this. <laughs> <laughs> and now, five finals later, I'm like, we're not talking about this anymore, right? Right. right. We're not right. talking about this. Well, we've got to go right into. Deep. I mean, a, almost emergency podcast because of news. the dirty slide. The dirty slide. Anthony Rizzo. The slide uh, at home against the Pirates. I feel like this should just be our. This should be our bat signal. Like yes. anytime there's a questionable yeah, slide, yeah. we should just we should do be, a podcast. We should be forced to do a podcast. Right. Comment on that slide and then yes. just do. You know, that's how people will get bonus episodes if yeah. there's ever a questionable slide. <laughs> but um, you saw it. I saw it. What? What's your? What was your? Did you have an, an immediate take and then see a replay? Did you? Um, I, I, my immediate take was that, yeah, that's dirty. Yeah. He didn't look like he was trying to score. He knew the ball was going to beat him. He took, I felt like he changed directions. Kind of like, this is, I I don't know if you remember the Scott Cousins, Buster Posey, Chuck Cecil. Sure. Spearing. Yeah. That happened. (laughs) Um, and my biggest beef with that during, was, during that, you know, the, the thing to remember during that one, and it, it it's the reason for the rule. It's basically exactly. the Buster Posey rule. It is, the but Buster at the time Posey it rule. was legal. At that time it was legal, but I, for me, I thought. And I mean, look, I'm a Giants homer and yeah. whatever, but like, I felt he changed his launch angle 
to hit Buster, right. not to score. Yeah. And it was the same kind of thing with um, with Rizzo. And he went at his ankles. And, it, you know, I said this uh, on our Twitter feed. I, At the end of the day, under these rules, yes, it's a dirty slide. I still think it is a baseball play. Right. It always has been a baseball play yeah. until the Buster Posey rule. So under these rules, it's a dirty slide. It's not disgusting. Sure. It's, like, no, it's, it's not, no Chase Utley. From, from zero to Chase Utley, it's like a seven. Yeah. Right? But, yeah. My, you know, my issue with it, and again, I, I agree with you 100%, like definitely an illegal slide, definitely yeah. a dirty slide, definitely a premeditated slide Certainly. at somebody. I had a couple issues. One – you you never slide to the front of the plate like almost no. never like unless you're trying to avoid some random thing. If that you're took trying somebody. to score, you're trying to go away from the catcher. Yeah, you're trying to so go to the backside. He came in front of the plate. He came like uh, Diaz c- caught it and started sliding forward. Like he did his job right. to like get it, catch it, move out of the way. Yeah, and like you said, Rizzo changed his direction to do it. Yeah, just to hit him. Also. You're coming at the guy from behind. Like and that's at his, and at his ankles. And at his ankles. Yeah. And my and another huge issue I have with it is how long has Rizzo been in the league? Like is is Rizzo pre or post the the Buster Posey rule? Like He's certainly post. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. This and is, that was this 7 is, years ago. Yeah. This is not a rule that Anthony Rizzo has played a big league game Without having been in place. Exactly. So, like, the idea is, like, this is just the way you play. This is an old school. It's like, dude. You're you're, not old school. You're 25 years old. Exactly. You know, some 28. God knows how old he is. But some, you know, ridiculously young age where this has been in place. And you went out of your way. And you hit a guy. And I think, you know, his comments were basically, yeah, I was trying to break up a double play, essentially. Um, and not like, oh, I was just trying to like hit the plate. Like he didn't play complete, you know, moron about it. Mm-hmm. The people who really upset me are the announcers who like watch it and are like, this looks like a baseball play. It's like, well, are you, they you, Cubs announcers? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Is, it, is Steve Stone still doing that? I don't know. Yeah. Joe Madden, who's right. like, come on, Joe Madden. Like, yeah, go, f- go fuck yourself. You, you'd Joe be Madden. taping up your glasses after that fucking yeah. play. Yeah. And, and then, like, Cubs fans, because obviously like, Cubs fans, like, what are you doing? Right. Yeah. Like, I, I get it. It's, it's the same thing with Dodge fans. Like, just own it. Yeah. Just, just fucking own it. own it. Yeah. Just own it. He tried to take him out. Yeah. It was a dirty slide. Exactly. He should be out. It right. should be a double play. And he should get. And he should get drilled. And he should get drilled in the ribs tonight. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Absolutely. And I, I hopefully just gets taken care, on the f- taken care of it on the field, and it's fine. It, you know, and I'll tell you the the big problem in these things escalating and getting bad is the same way the Utley slide did, which is they reviewed it, they call him safe on the Utley play, right. they send him back to the bag. Tahada goes out. Tahada's career's over with a fucking broken leg. And then the next day they called illegal. Yeah, and then yeah. the next day they're like, oh, and then Thor throws at Utley. Misses him on purpose because right. he has fucking you know he threw it behind him right? and they throw him out of the game. Yeah, it's like horse so shit. the umps don't get it right when the play happens, and then they don't get it right in the 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 teams being able to take care of it themselves. Right, it's like okay, you guys completely dropped the ball, so now we're so basically take it. you're just in the way. Yeah, you get, know? yeah, get get it right once. And, yes, and once you get it wrong, like 
Now you got to let be, be Jim Joyce and say I got it wrong. Yeah. You know, the only the only dude umpire there is. Yeah. It's like it's like you're you're you know, you overcook a steak and you're like, ah, I'm good on the steak. And you just throw it out in the alley and two dogs start fighting over it. And then you go out there and you try to break up a dog fight. It's like it's on now. Like they, yeah, yeah. they're already fighting over that steak. Right. It's time to let them. Yeah. You know, have a tussle or you or you go out there and you shoot the dogs. Yeah. yeah, yeah right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> So, uh, glad we agree. Yeah, no. It was like, it's anywhere from a dusty to a dirty slide. Yeah. You know? I think think it's dirty. I think it's dirty. I think it's dirty just because of intent. Yeah. Right? Right. It's all about intent. Right. I don't think he was intentionally trying to hurt him. Yeah. But he he knew he was doing something wrong. He knew it. You know? Yeah. He knew he was wrong. He He knew he was bad. Again, dog. Bad. Bad Anthony. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Just like a dog. Like, he has to have his face rubbed in the carpet now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> he should have to sleep outside. Yeah, yeah. So we've got a lot of, a lot of great stories uh, to, to go over this week. Sure. I'm, I'm actually very excited for this episode, but uh, should we go around, around the league first? Let's go around Did you the have league. anything you wanted to get to before we went Do we want to just <laughs> say R.I.P.? Mike D'Antoni? R.I.P. Mike D'Antoni and, and the Houston Rockets. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's always sad to see uh, my boy Mike D'Antoni go. Um, and it, it's sad. Mike D'Antoni, for me at this point, it's a lot like, uh, it's a lot like when LeBron James is going to lose in the finals to you guys. It's like no one's going to appreciate all that they did. Like next year it'll just be three and six in finals right like remember he when he dragged garbage men to the, <laughs> yeah, to the yeah, nba finals yeah, yeah 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 uh people no one will be like oh yeah remember when remember when mike d'antoni uh made the rockets the best team in basketball was the only person ever to take this warriors team to seven games he did it without chris paul for the last two games oh and he got beat by his own system <laughs> like, yeah. like, can we talk it's true look look like i said before if you want to take, if you want to kill the king, yeah. you best not miss. Yeah, and the Rockets missed twenty-seven straight times. It was. Terrible. I will say this: I, I, um, I have a ton of respect for the Rockets' effort that they put forth. Um, I thought a lot of uh, D'Antoni's defensive schemes were good. They threw the switching right back in the Warriors' face, and uh, we kind of took the bait, you know, um, and tried to play like that. I I think the problem is with D'Antoni is that it, to put in baseball terms, he's trying to get out great hitters with one pitch. Yeah, and it you know even great hitters will get themselves out, and you could see like games four and five, uh, KD, Draymond got themselves out. You yeah. know, um, but you can't keep throwing Bonds fastballs. And not switch it up. Well, like, you know, the, and I think Chris Paul not being in there that, you know, they could have gotten more mid range shots. And, and, um, but, you know, he wasn't there. Sorry the, for your troubles. The other, the other thing with Dan Tony is, you know, the, the first, the original stupid, uh, critique is like, doesn't coach defense. So I think we settled that on in, in this series. Well, like somebody, like if it wasn't Dan Tony, somebody's, somebody's coaching defense. Right. And honestly, that's what Steve Kerr did. He got the best defensive coach. You got yep. Ron Adams. You got Mike Brown. He like, you know, delegate, man. Yeah. But, so, but uh, my point is that, you know, it was a, oh, you can't win when you're giving up 115 points. It's like, well, that didn't happen. No. You know, they, they certainly played. They had a good defensive strategy against the Warriors. And you're absolutely right from an offensive standpoint. But, again, 
Mike D'Antoni, it's just like LeBron. Like people look at the end result when you got to look at every team has been turning mediocre to average teams and into great teams and turning like great players into MVP players. Right. And then, you know, taking. And he has a long history of doing that. Yeah. Like he still. He still came within a half of beating the Warriors with essentially James Harden, Chris Paul, and spare parts, and Eric Gordon. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like we're we're gonna like we're not gonna talk about like Clint Capella, nice, but like that's like David Lee was nice. Like David, like does that does that guy exist without Mike D'Antoni? He's he's just catching lobs. That's right. You know what I mean? And I thought the Warriors did a pretty good job on him generally in the series. They kind of took that out. Um, he had a great first half of Game Seven, but like the Warriors really played like dog shit in the first half. Now I'm gonna—I know your answer, but I have to ask it anyway because it's a very elaborate, yeah, a lot of elaborate workings and goings ons here. Yeah. So LeBron James plays the Rockets in the finals and loses. He can't join the Rockets, right? So, now. I don't know. Yeah, right. Yeah. But like, I, mean, I think I think I think that rule's been broken. Right. But, <laughs> but, but but I think that's my point is like I think I think if LeBron learned I don't think LeBron's having a big uh press conference about this free agent decision. Like I think right. he's learned some lessons. I think he's learned that lesson. I think everybody's learned the KD move. Not no one's going to be really happy with the KD. I don't think he can lose to the Rockets and join the Rockets. So then that begs the question if he join the Warriors? If if <laughs> LeBron loses to the Warriors and he still joins the Rockets, long term, that might have a that that like might take away more championships from the Warriors than if they just lost to the Rockets this year. Maybe, yeah, one in the hand, and two in the bush. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, may I'd say definitely one. I think they take away one. It's hard for me to. I mean, because LeBron's 33, and I know he's a machine, yeah. whatever. But Chris Paul is not a machine. Right. And well, that's what I'm saying. I don't even know if – like, at this point, if you're going with LeBron, like, that could be anybody, right? Like, it right. Could be, it could be, like, Harden suddenly playing off the ball. And Do you need Chris Paul? I don't think you do. Right. You know? I don't, I don't think you do. I think you could keep Eric Gordon. Um, but do you think that's the best spot for him, Houston? The best I think spot- the best spot for him is – the New York Knicks, dude. I agree with you. <laughs> New York from, Knicks, from, man. A mar- from a marketing standpoint, yeah. Fizdale, you just don't want him anywhere near West. <laughs> I. You certainly don't want him I, near. I, you don't want him near Mike D'Antoni's offense. I. I mean, I, I think I feel like a billion things could happen. Like, I mean, LeBron is the coach, and I don't think D'Antoni's still as much as we respect him and we give him all his props. He's not Greg Popovich. I think the only coach he'd actually listen to is Greg Popovich. And me even maybe not. You know what I mean? Well, the one the, the one thing that I think that makes them fit is like D'Antoni's got a doghouse if you if you don't play not his style, but if you just take if you're just like a dumb shot guy. LeBron's not a dumb shot guy. He's not a dumb but pass yet, guy. Gerald Green was in his rotation. Right. And, yeah. Yeah. No, LeBron is not a dumb shot guy. I mean, there was a couple. I was even saying it to while we were watching the game yesterday. There was a couple of plays where Harden gets by somebody, and then he tries to make like a crazy cross court pass that gets blatantly picked off. I'm like, "You're not LeBron, dude. You only can pass make that pass with one hand, and you couldn't even make it with that hand." 
Those and are all were two the plays crucial that, turnovers that happened in the last three minutes. Yeah, that those are hard. all the plays that LeBron makes, and yeah. it's like not even close. Well, and let's give some respect to to KD who made some humongous shots in the fourth quarter, and as far as I know, has not been reading any YouTube comments. Yeah, so maybe <laughs> he's getting over that. Reading my Twitter because I really tried to get him into hero ball mode. <laughs> I said yesterday if I if I had enough I money, I saw that tweet. That was funny. If I had enough money to go to that game last night in Houston, I would have gone in a Warriors jersey, and I'd have been like, take over, KD. <laughs> you can do this by yourself. You don't need this bunch of scrubs. Does that make you this a spy or an time. informant? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. And let me just say this one more thing. Um, uh, the Warriors played great when they, have to, when they had to, and they did it. And I will tell you this, that even though LeBron has eight civil servants playing for him for the city of Cleveland. He still is a beast. And I don't think it's going to be a sweep. And if they LeBron somehow gets to seven games, I know maybe not the, maybe not the players because it's a different team, but the Warrior fans are going to have some PTSD about facing oh, LeBron uh, in a game seven look, in Oakland. I, again, I've said it before and I'll say it again. Like, a game seven just becomes a Kevin Garnett game. It's like anything is possible. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you know? sure, for sure. Anything is possible. For like, sure. I, I, it, uh, you know, that game seven yesterday almost was a, a win without Chris Paul. Like, they were up big. Like, they yeah. just needed to not miss 27 consecutive <laughs> three-pointers. Like, I mean, talk about anything is possible. There was a one in 184,000 chance that they missed 27 consecutive threes, and they did it. What do you think the chances were that the Warriors held them under 100 for five straight games? It's just, gotta be, it's just gotta saying. Be, it's got to be up there as well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're here to talk baseball. Let's talk some baseball. Let's go around the league. Let's start at the top. The Yankees and Red Sox are still at the top of the AL East. Uh, the Red Sox are 38-17. and 17. There's been some crazy weather around the East Coast and around just the big leagues in general this past week. Is that why they blew off Hanley Ramirez? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So <laughs> what's they, the story there? Yeah. Was he terrible? I think he's terrible, and I just think he doesn't fit their long-term plans. And He's wh- terrible. He's expensive. He's I ter- mean, yeah. they Pablo Sandoval him. Yeah. But I, I also think that they're – you know, smartly going this is like it's changing of the guard. We're going right. with the young guys. Like, look, we got Mookie. He's the guy. Were they like, look, you can dress up like Manny Ramirez, but you're not Manny Ramirez. It's, Get it, the fuck I out mean, of here. This, I feel like this has happened a few times in the last few years with other teams like Kemp on the Dodgers. You know, yeah. you're like, oh, uh, wasn't Kemp like an MVP candidate like yeah. two years ago? And they're like, he's gone. <laughs> like, yeah. He's gone. We traded him. He did get very fat. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but like Pablo, I right. mean, again, th- it, it seems like teams, when they're playing well and these big-name guys who maybe or maybe not have an attitude of some sort in the clubhouse that, like, just drives the wrong way, they go, we don't we don't need you. Right. This is, this is a chemistry game. Like, yeah. you're – I mean, honestly, to go back, it's kind of a very Mike D'Antoni move, you know? He's it like, is. Look, you're on the bench forever. Yeah. Have fun. Yeah, have fun. And uh, we'll release you. We don't need you. Yeah, because they have got some young studs who play hard. And Hanley in the last few years. Remember when Hanley was a shortstop? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now he's a DH. I mean, a a non-running DH. Like, that's not good. So, you know, they're 
they're in first place, so who am I to say? Right. Yeah. Yeah, and look, like he wasn't playing well enough, and they are playing well enough as a team where you can't really question it right now. Right. Where does Hanley end up? Well, certainly in American League City. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, who could use him? Do the Yankees get a troll job? Do... I mean, you know, if you would... Based on history, yeah, the Yankees get them, right? Yeah. Because they always get, you know, they usually have five DHs on their bench for right. <laughs> for, for the situations playoffs. just like this. Exactly. You know? Um, so, like, should we sign Chili Davis? Like, you know, Hanley's available now. Yeah. <laughs> Let's sign them both. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I would bet the Yankees, you know? I like it. I just say go for sure. it. You have all the money. Who gives a fuck? Yeah, and it's a troll job. Yeah. And who knows? Maybe he gets a big hit against them in the playoffs. Right, exactly. And, and it's all worth it. They, The Yankees are two and a half games back, but they ha- they're even in the loss column. They're five games back in the win column. But they've missed a bunch of games lately with weather and all that. There's So they're, they're you know, even yeah. in the losses, but they're two and a half games back. Tampa Bay, 10 and a half. Toronto, 13. Baltimore, 20 and a half. Oh, uh, Jesus. T- Tampa Bay's 26 and 26. Mm. So, good for them. Good for them. <laughs> now get yourself a real fucking ballpark. <laughs> now go to Vegas. Yeah. Right. Uh, Baltimore is 17 and 37. They're 20 and a half games back. Manny Machado is getting traded because why would you not trade him? Right. He's leaving right. in, in the And you offseason. obviously need new players. And you obviously need new players. And you need, so, how fun is that clubhouse with Buck Showalter, 20 games under 500? <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. Probably about as fun as it would be if they were up 20 games. <laughs> yeah, <I> but <laughs> Buck Showalter is consistent in yeah. his no fun zone. Yeah. Yeah. Two questions. Where do you want Manny to end up? And I think we both have the obvious answers. This is like and our teams? W- yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'd, like, I'd like Manny Machado on the Mets. That's for sure. Oh, my God. Can, <laughs> uh, can you imagine? Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I don't think the Giants have the prospects to get him. So I think it's an absolute pipe dream. Um, and, uh, yeah. So if the giants can't get him, sure. I'm rooting for go to the Mets. Yeah. That'd be great. Where do you think he ends up? I, I mean, I know everybody's like the Cubs, the Cubs, but like, you know, uh, Corey Seager's out for the season. Why don't you go get Manny Machado if you're the Dodgers? Yeah. Why not? Right. It makes total sense. And, and then move Corey Seager to second base. Yeah. And right. I don't. I honestly don't know the contract situation with Turner. I don't know. Uh, like, like I mean, because I think uh, Kershaw is up in a a year or two. Yeah, Turner. I, I think Turner signed a relatively big deal fairly recently, right? Yeah. So he's he's locked into third. But he's also not like that is his best position. I'm. I'm. Yeah. I'm not moving just to Turner over to second base anytime soon. Fuck. Move Corey Seager. That's what I'm saying. Move yeah. him to second base. Well, you want to keep Logan Forsythe? Yeah. That makes no sense. Yeah. Move Corey Seager. What's he done? Well, certainly make the move for him right now Yeah, till the end of the year. I mean, make the move for him now before it becomes a bidding war and you have to pay extra, extra, extra. Yeah. You know? I mean, the whole rental thing, like, obviously you want to get a guy like that in terms of signing him long term. That's why you're giving away prospects for him. But, but the Dodgers have so many prospects. Yeah. They've got six major league ready outfielders right yeah. now. You know, remember Andrew Tolls? He was a good player. I haven't seen him play in two years because he's been playing for Las Vegas 51s or whatever. You know, get that guy, Verdugo. 
Whatever I also, you want. I also think Seeger, you know, unlike all the the Derek Jeters of the world, uh, I, I see Seeger. Seeger seems like he'd be a guy. I go, yeah, I'll play second base. Yeah, I mean, why not? I don't. I think he's a good shortstop. I don't think he's a great one, right? You know, and like he hits, he's going to be in there every day. Yeah. Being a great hitting second baseman, it's a pretty easy ticket to the Hall of Fame. It disgusts me at the thought of it. Although, if it does lead to Chase Utley being, you know, removed from the team, I and feel like it would. Maybe Planet Earth. Yeah. That would be. Yeah, yeah. That'd be a win for <laughs> me all around. Planet Earth. <laughs> It'd be great if that'd be great if fucking Baltimore was like you also have to kill Chase Utley. <laughs> I gotta get I gotta get Buck Showalter on the phone. Like we want these prospects. Yeah. And uh, since you're gonna move Seager next year to second base, we need you to hang Chase Utley. <laughs> That's what I'd fucking do. Right. Or I mean, why? Just, or just send him to Baltimore. Yeah. That's like a hanging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the corpse of Chase Utley. Yeah, no, and like th- that would pretty much kill him because there's no way Showalter is gonna let him watch porn in his locker. <laughs> yeah. You know. <laughs> you know. They're just going to DFM. Although murders in Baltimore happen regularly, so they'll probably let them kill fucking second baseman and shortstops. Oh, for sure. So, for sure. I think that's the move. I'm sure Baltimore needs one white murder. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Send Chase Utley. That, if, if that's where... Yeah, let's let's do that. Let's get Chase Utley on just the worst goddamn garbage baseball team. <laughs> yeah. Great. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then, like, they DFM and then Tampa Bay signs them. Yeah. <laughs> I want them to go back to Philly and ruin their organization again. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, the AL Central. Anybody do, over 500? Do I have good news for you, Andy Lazarus. Oh, can we talk AL Central? The Cleveland Indians are 28 and 25. Okay. And semi-good news, kind of weird news out of Cleveland that um, a fake PED bust for Jose with their third baseman yeah. is fucking awesome. Yeah. And came out of nowhere. Now I didn't understand that. I I, I barely. The, the, it was not an actual PED bus. Yeah, I think it was a PED. It was a Dominican PED bus, but there were no papers, so right. they couldn't take it seriously. So you win. Yeah, yeah. You're still on PEDs. Yeah, and you're not. You're not. And you, and unless you fail a test, you're yeah. good. Yeah, uh, yeah. Twenty and twenty-five. They're they've come on strong in the last couple of weeks. Uh, the rest of the AL Central is still under five hundred. Detroit's twenty-four and twenty-nine. They're four games back. Minnesota twenty-two and twenty-seven. Also four games back. Kansas City eighteen and thirty-six. Chicago White White Sox sixteen and thirty-six. They're ten and a half and eleven and a half games back, respectively. Uh, the, the the Indians are kind of like in that position to like just own the division forever. Like the Indians are also the Indians in the, are kind of like LeBron in the East. Yeah. The <laughs> Indians are also in a great position with the, that division to they're only 28 and 25 now, but you get to play your division 19 fucking times. So it's like a guaranteed 60 extra wins, yeah, right? Like they should start if they keep this up and they should they should start taking advantage of the White Sox and the Royals going like, well, our season, we don't really care about the season. Yeah. We're done. And Fuck it. Yeah. Let's right. Maybe we'll try to get a new ballpark or whatever. <laughs> maybe like, that'll help. Uh, what about, do you do you give any shot to Detroit or Minnesota getting back in the I mean, they're only four games back, but they're both, you know, five games under 500. Do you give them any shot of like being not just back in the, AL Central mix where everybody's been under 500 until two weeks ago. But, well, I, but I more mean, like get in the, like, the wild the card real mix. mix. 
Oh, yeah. getting the real mix? Yeah. No, I don't give them a chance to be in contender mix. I mean, I, I think their only chance is to hope that Cleveland doesn't run away with it, you know. But, I mean, if you're thinking about wild card, you're looking at the East, and the Red yep. Sox and Yankees are both going to make it, and the AL West. Two teams are going to make it out of there, you'd think. Yep. And, right? And There's no more spots left. So, yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah. So, out of the AL West – all but the Texas Rangers are over 500. The Texas Rangers are 22 and 34. They're 13 and a half back. Oakland is over 500, 28 and 26. Look they, at the A. They are six and a half back. The Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim are four games over 500 at 29 and 25. They are five and a half back because Seattle is 33 and 20. How and about they're fucking Seattle. Only a game back of the 35 and 20 Houston Astros. Houston Astros. Man, I like the AL West. Yeah. It is fun. Yeah. It is. I like like I can watch and I regularly do. There's two great AL West like head-to-head AL West games. Yeah. No, I mean and it, there's going to be hitting, there's going to be pitching. There's you know, I feel like when you watch the NL West, like if you're in, if you're watching the Giants and the Padres, it's going to be two nothing. You know, but these other teams, man, they could do. They can all hit. They can pitch. There's two great ballparks in that division. You know, I don't know about the new Arlington Park, but uh, yeah, Houston, Ar- New Arlington Park, awesome. New Both Arlington awesome Park parks. hasn't opened. Yeah, okay. Um, Oakland, it's a not a good fire. ballpark. Yeah, not good. Uh, Anaheim, not a good not ballpark. A good ballpark. Park. Although I do like the women that go to the Anaheim ballpark. I'm all Cougars. about I'm all about Cougars, and I'm all about like college blondes in like cargo shorts, right? Like doing like the <laughs> I got look, I have a ball cap. <laughs> it's like it's like that nineteen. Am I in Anaheim yeah. or am I in Scottsdale? Yeah, I don't exactly. know exactly. Um, but the two the two best ballparks, uh, neither of which I've been to, although I will be. Uh, in Safeco on July 4th. Oh, exciting. Uh, to go to uh, my first Mariners game up there, July 4th, right before I go to Lake Chelan, Washington, for a weekend of shows with Eddie Ift. Excellent. So, uh, come and check that out. Uh, Houston and Seattle. Seattle, 33 and 20. Now, what about Machado to Seattle? Cano's out? Cano's out until August, yep. right? Then you got Machado and Cano up the middle with D in center field and Seager, the other Seager at the third. The other Seager and some big white guy at first. I'm kinda, you know what? That's where I want him to go. If, if it's not the Mets, which it's not. Right. Uh, go Fuck to the Dodgers. Fucking go to Seattle. Even though I'm rooting. You'd rather him go to Seattle than Chase Utley dies. I would because fuck the Dodgers. <laughs> okay. Because they've embraced Chase Utley for this yeah, long and they, they deserve have. nothing good. Yeah. Yeah, so keep that curse on them, basically. Yeah, yeah. and uh, so yeah, like I'd like to, I'd love Machado to Seattle would be fun. Oh, really fun? Because that would give the the Astros a scare for sure. Yeah, for sure. But, and and I kind of want as much as I've been rooting for the Astros the last few years. I like the Astros. I like the, you know so many of their players. I'm in love with their middle infield. Uh, I love Verlander. I love anybody that brings Kate Upton anywhere. Like, right. uh, I. I it's still fun when that. It's still fun to have a little pennant race. Yeah, they're kind of like your your Warriors. You're over it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not qu- yeah, exactly. I'm not quite over the Astros yet. Yeah, yeah. unless they sign Machado to play third base <laughs> in that infield. And then I'm like, come on, guys. Come this on, is, guys. Why did we? Why did you have to do this? Yeah, 
<laughs> you already had the best. <laughs> the, yeah, you already the had the best infield. infield. <laughs> right. So uh, then you got the Angels. Uh, your boy Otani penciled to start tomorrow, twenty nine and twenty five. It's a fun division, dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a couple of things to talk while we go around the league, while we're in the AL West. Uh, sure. Two things. One, we have the uh, Jose Altuve, Lance McCullers beef. Yeah. Uh, which I don't know if you saw. I didn't see, but you you told me about it. So you should explain ba- to the listeners what happened. Basically what it comes down to, uh, Gurriel makes an error, and uh, as – McCullers is like jogging over to cover first base. He the he, he makes an error and like as he's jogging it out, sort of like, oh, I'm not gonna get the ball now because you fucked this up. He kind of just has some shitty body language. And they get out of the inning and they're coming off, and him and Altuve come to the dugout at the same time, and he puts his glove out for sort of a glove tap, yeah. like a like a glove pound. McCullers and, does. Yeah. Yeah. And Altuve grabs his glove and chucks it, shakes it, and yeah. like almost pulls it off his hand. And he looks at him like, what the fuck? And he basically gets in his face and tells yeah, him. Yeah, you showed up my compa. Yeah. That's what happened. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and that's not that that's that's never a good thing. It's never a good thing. Especially when you're you're leading the division. Um, you know, you know, God bless my guy Ari, but um, it's a divisive thing. And like my, uh, what I'm speaking about is Ari Zagaris, one of our stars has a, the, for the gays has, does that has bad body language. Yeah. If somebody fucks up and you know, Oh fuck throws right. his fucking arms in the air, makes a big fucking show about it. You know, Dari's credit. He comes up to you afterwards. Like, Hey, I'm sorry. I, yeah. I fucked up. But like, it's divisive, and, and, like, it's turned a lot of the guys off to Ari. They don't quite trust him. Right. Yeah. And that's when he's on the mound or just yeah. in general? That's when he's on the mound. Yeah. It, and and to, to be fair, he's calmed down a lot. But Right. Yeah. And, look, there's a lot of levels of baseball, and as you go up the levels, the, the you know, the fielders make more and make less, less and, and less, less errors. errors. Right. And when you look at – it, when you look at big leaguers, like that's why it's always funny when like guys will be like, "Look at this guy's fielding percentage," and it's like, "Yeah, the the league leader is like nine ninety nine, and Derek Jeter's like, you know, statistically the worst shortstop in <laughs> right. the history of the game is like nine ninety seven. Right. You're like, that's not not making ninety nine point seven percent of your plays isn't like this is this is not how you judge it. Right. So, but my point is, basically, every fielder makes every play. So the one play they fuck up yeah. for a, a hundred, yeah. you're gonna take a shit on them. And also, like I guarantee you, Lance McCullers gave up some big home runs. Yeah, and like you don't see Guriel throwing his arms in the air and being right. like, "How could you?" You know. And that and, shit's and fucked up. And in fairness, up. McCullers, it, you know what was interesting? It's, it seemed like McCullers was shocked. He didn't know what Altuve was pissed off about. And like, yeah, Dude. that's <laughs> that's <laughs> fucked up too. Get it together. But he did apologize post game. Yeah. and said, you know. He had to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, also, to. what I it's love, not a dude move, McCullers. What I love is that it was Altuve, which it's like Joe Pesci in Casino. Yeah, like coming to talk to you. Yeah, You're exactly. Like, the little guys yeah. over here fucking pulling my glove off. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Like I'm funny how. Yeah. Funny like what the clown? fuck am I funny? <laughs> uh, it was fantastic, and you could tell he just like basically taught him a lesson right away. The other big uh, thing I want to talk about in the AL West is Mike Trout. Who hit a? He went five for five against the Yankees. Yeah, home run, double, home run, 
I think see it, whatever. Yeah. It was a fucking laser show. Yeah, yeah, a laser show. Yeah. Um, shout out to uh for the win, which is one of my favorite. They're not. They're, it's a good sports like blog site, and uh, they 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 pick fun stories to talk about. Mm-hmm. And I'll check in every few days, especially if I like go on the road or miss something, and I haven't been able to keep up with it. I'll be like, okay, what did I miss from the week? They have some good fun stories, um, but I think that they do baseball especially well. Their baseball guys are fun, and they've been doing something for a while, which is uh, which Hall of Famers Mike Trout has passed, passed in war, career war recently. Yeah, and uh, they've been doing it for a while, and I think they're up to like thirty Hall of Famers or something. Like which it's is pretty some incredible. Of, it might be he might have passed thirty guys like this season so far. Yeah, but they did five this week. Yeah. I, how many uh, Hall of Famers has Mike Trout passed in career war this week? Uh, and he passed this week Whitey Ford, Willie Stargell, Joe Torre, and Hank Greenberg. And Hank Greenberg? <laughs> yeah. Damn. Yeah. I think Hank Greenberg has like 580 career home runs. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Now. The, the, Mike the, Trout. Man, I don't want to bring it back to basketball, but... Mike Trout's LeBron James. Mike Trout's LeBron James. Yeah. There's not a bad season in on his resume. He's leading the... Has he ever been hurt? Not, like, not like, like majorly. majorly. Yeah. Uh, he's... He has had, like... A, I think he had one extended, like, DL, but, like, not... Right. It's also the Angels suck that they shut him down. Right. Like, um... He was an MVP candidate as soon as he stepped on the field. Yeah. Yeah. And has been ever since. And ever since. He's, he's he's never not been awesome. He's the closest thing that we have to the LeBron James of baseball. Yeah. He's leading all of baseball in homers. He's leaving all of baseball, I think, in like OPS or fucking right. whatever. You know, all the big fucking slugging it's, it's OPS. Him, it's him and Betts up there for the. How's he doing stolen bases this year? I, I didn't. I didn't have a good look. Yeah. Um. But he's right up there. But you know, uh, in all those major categories, like him and Betts. But then you're like, yeah, but he's been doing it. He's the guy. It's like right. it's him and Miggy. It's him and Betts. It's right. him. And, it's like every year it's him and somebody. Right. It's like LeBron James. It's like it's the beginning of the season. Who's going to win MVP? LeBron or Harden? LeBron right. or KD? LeBron or Russell? Right. Like LeBron. Like or Steph. Yeah. Or Steph. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and every year they give it to not Trout and not LeBron. Right. <laughs> right. But didn't he go MVP Rookie of the Year too? I mean, like at this. Team he, year. he didn't. He, I, I'm pretty sure his rookie year was the year that Miggy was a triple ground winner. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. but like arguably still had better stats. Right, 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 right. Plus he had 30 stolen bases. Yeah, yeah. and was like playing a Gold Glove center field. Yeah, yeah. He's an absolute stud, and it's amazing. And like the obviously kind of our our goat to this point is Bonds. And there's a steroid there's issue, a steroid thing, and like yeah. what blah, right. blah 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 blah. But like also, Trout's doing it like the same thing as the LeBron argument is Trout's doing it right now. Yeah, and you know players aren't getting worse. No, they're not getting worse. They're not getting worse. The the way, I mean, the, I think launch angle. We've talked about this, yeah. but launch angle and the general, I like offensive philosophy I think is worse. Right. But Trout is a throwback but, to Yeah. It's almost like Trout's playing the exact same game he'd be playing 
It doesn't Regardless, matter. Right, yeah. right. He, I don't think he's thinking a lot about launch angle. Not one iota. I think he's like, I hit seeds, and I, sometimes yeah. they go out of the ballpark. Yeah, exactly. You know, he's like, I'm not lifting. I'm not lifting shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I just wanted to give, I wanted to do a, a for the win shout out and yeah. a Mike Trout. Just and a Mike general, Trout Just a general out. reminder. Here's your weekly reminder that Mike, Mike Trout's, Trout's the best the greatest player. player. <laughs> Uh, going back around the league, we go to the NL, the NL West, the Colorado Rockies, who are currently up 6-3 on your San Francisco Giants. Uh, we're watching it right now, uh, are leading the NL West. They're a game and a half up on the skidding Arizona Diamondbacks. They are three and a half up on the Dodgers, who are still three games under 500 at 25 and 28. Your San Francisco Giants. Uh, Mad Bum's coming back. Mad Bum's coming back next Tuesday. 25 and 29. Their four games back. And uh, the team that shall not be spoke of until they bring back the Brown is 22 and 33. Seven and a half games back. So as a Giants, it's like this is your this is your division. Yeah. Take me through it. You don't need to talk about. I. You the, know what? Honestly, you don't need to talk I, about I the Padres, but I, well, we will not speak their name. Until they bring back the Browns, so I'm yeah. not fuck them. Um, it's kind of anyone's division right now, you know. The Giants are sure they're they're doing the best they can with zero pitching, um, but if they can just Making stay the way course, the world today takes everything you got. You know right? I mean? yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, but uh, but having the the Diamondbacks skid and and the Dodgers are kind of coming back a little bit, and the Rockies are very talented. Um, you know, it's kind of anybody's ball game. I only think one team's coming out of there. Yeah. You know? So here's what I'm going to ask you to do, because it's your division, and I expect that you, you could give me not a confident answer whatsoever, but at least a semi-informed answer. Mm-hmm. What do the NL West standings look like from top to bottom at the end of the season? I... I still think it's the Dodgers. Wow. I, I just I just do. I, I feel I, like that I feel like there's just like it hurts, but yeah. like I I I don't quite trust Colorado although I'm I'm impressed with Colorado and I'm impressed with Arizona. Um Yeah, but you know what? That game seven loss, that really stinks too. You know what? I think it's the Rockies. I think Rockies Dodgers, second place, don't make it. I think the Giants, third, AZ fourth. It could be flip-flop those two. Yeah. And the uh, Padres dead last. Now, two things about your San Francisco Giants. One, uh, Pudge Rodriguez's son has come up. And is today his Major League debut? Today is his Major League debut. Um, he... I, oh, I he's didn't a start. pitcher. He's a pitcher. He was pitching while we started. Yeah. Um, I didn't really see what happened. He's but a I, starter. He's a. I mean, he's a reliever. Samar just started today right. and uh, got hurt after one inning, giving up two runs, and then. Um, but he. I mean, he's a reliever right now. But he is he is also a relief guy, or he? They're hoping. I don't be. know. I don't know if he's a reliever or yeah. starter. You know. I mean, they need starters. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll see. But um, he's got flowing locks. Right. And he just hit a fucking C double yeah. right center field. So he's a former outfielder who had a huge gun. So I think in all likelihood he's going to be a reliever. 
What's crazy is how is he not a catcher, <laughs> right? <laughs> what the fuck are we talking He's about just here? like, Papa, I don't squat, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's too hard. <laughs> I squatted so you don't have to. Yeah. <laughs> My son. My son. You will not squat. <laughs> I squatted enough for all yeah. of us. No one in the... I Rod- did time for everybody. No one in the Rodriguez family <laughs> will ever we'll squat, squat again. again. <laughs> I squatted so that I could get to America. <laughs> now... You will not squat in America. Yeah. I will be the last Rodriguez. You play golf, bitch, <laughs> every two days. <laughs> you have easy life. Uh, my, the other question for your San Francisco Giants is like, take me through, because this is something that I think we're in a similar position in as Giants and Mets fans. Like, take me well, through. The Giants and Mets, they're related. Yeah. Yeah. Take me through like where, like, where are you as a Giants fan with the state of the team like it is it is you, you are a ball club that has won championships when people did not expect you to has been <laughs> right uh, has done things uh, you know you're certainly not a franchise that wants to go down without a fight or say hey we're gone we're going in rebuild mode right you know bochi is certainly a guy who can do a lot with a little yeah what is your feeling like where are you with them as a fan and like where do you want to be with them like what is your hope like what's your what's your five-year plan (laughs) i mean honestly if i if i was the gm of the giants i would trade Baumgartner at the trading deadline with maybe like panic trade him to the cubs for like javi and almora right and maybe a prospect and you're like, look, Cubs, you want to win the World Series? Here you go. Yeah. And then pull in Araldus Chapman and re-sign him at the end of the year. Restock the farm system a little bit. Give up on this season. They're old, man. They're old. And, like, I Buster just hit a home <laughs> so run. So your strategy, trade Mad Bum and get him back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get Browner. Yeah. Lose Mad Bum for three months. Sign him to a huge deal. Right. You know, check this with Mad Bum first and yeah. be like, look, man, here's an idea. What do you think? You want to go to the Cubs and win the World Series and be a hero and then come back here and we'll give you lots of money? You know? Because otherwise, he's really our only tradable piece. Right. Buster is swinging at garbage this year. And I mean, Buster is still tradable, but that he's, he's certainly not He's certainly not the, the – you can't play that same strategy with him. You can't. You can't. You can't. And um, nor I, I don't nor think, do you want to probably. I, I don't really want to. I don't really want to. Trade also, Mad he's Bomb. not. Buster's not. His contract's not due up anytime soon. No, no. He's. He, they sign him. You know, they're locked into Buster. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, they need some youth and some invigoration, and they need some island guys. They're a little white. They got this Alan Hansen kid who's got dreads. And I think he's an island guy. Yeah. And he and he started you raking. Got Pudge's long-haired son now. You got Pudge's long-haired son. We're building a fucking squad. Yeah. Right? I Who's don't from be the, a- By the way, Pudge's son's from the island of Key West. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but whatever. Yeah. You know? Islands are islands. Islands yeah. are islands. You know? I don't care if he's from fucking Fire Island. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want island guys. We don't have enough island guys. Yeah. Um uh, straight up also Shout out to Long Bo- Island Fire Island Staten Island I don't, I don't give care. a fuck man Give me Island dudes Fucking Richard really is from Long Island Yeah Right um, Shout out to Gorky's Hernandez Who I thought was just All field no hit And he's got five home runs And he's hitting 315 
and he's our only um, dependable center fielder, and he's doing it. And he's got a kind of face like Benito Santiago a little bit, like, hey, man, you're not supposed to put steroids on your face, um, but he's doing great. Um, so anyway, I, I, we, need a, we need to get younger. I don't think this group, I think that we've gotten a, a lot out of this group, and it's time to make a move or two. Because we've only got we've only got uh, Longoria for this year and next year. We only got um, McCutcheon for this year. We only got Pence yeah. for this year. Fuck, man! Try to restock that system because we don't have anything. Uh, we move on to the NL Central, Milwaukee. Brew crew, thirty-five and twenty. Ooh, that's fucking nice. Four games up on Chicago's 29 and 22. St. Louis is 28 and 23. They're five games back. Pittsburgh's 28 and 26, six and a half games back. And of course, Cincinnati Reds at 19 and 36, who are 16 games back. And so your World Series pick, the, the Brewers. Milwaukee Brewers are leading the division. And we've got a question in here. I want to. Uh, this was going to be in dirty slides of the DMs, but I'm trying to you know, get, get it in as we go around the league. This okay. is from at Cal Gerber. Hey, Andy and Joe, really enjoying dirty slides. I'm a huge Brewers fan, and we're currently in first in the NL Central. Are the Brewers I know, bro. this year, or will they fall off and get passed by the Cubs and Cardinals? I don't want to get my hopes up and have to kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Um I don't think they're going to get passed by the Cardinals. I think if anybody, they're going to get passed by the Cubs. But I could be wrong, especially if the Cubs, you know, get Madison Baumgartner and I right. get some right. island guys. <laughs> but Milwaukee's playing great, and Milwaukee, their bullpens. I mean, this is the new, this is new baseball. Yeah, this is new baseball. We have a sick bullpen, and we're going five and dive, and then yep. hand it over, and yeah. and it's working. Yeah, they're going 2015 Kansas City Royals. Yeah, yeah, and they're and 35 they 20. They're four games up on Chicago. I like this Brewers team. Yeah, it, it it's when a team comes out hot, which they didn't, by the way. The Pittsburgh no. was the team that came out hot, but when a team, I should say, when a team gets hot and they're oh, like everybody's hitting, it's like that's always something that's going to come back down to earth. But certainly bullpens. Like I feel like as long could, as you manage them pretty well, as long as you manage them, yeah, they don't get over, don't they don't get them. overused, yeah, and you don't get you don't get started getting fucking too smart for yourself, yeah. You kind of know what you have at some point, and obviously injuries can always happen. But maybe the crew is a place we could we could trade Mad Bomb. You know, they seem to have a lot of young studs. That would be a that'd, that'd be a nice be move for you for sure, yeah. right? Yeah. You get, you, your team helps your World Series pick. Yeah. <laughs> I'd call bullshit on that. That'd be some Kevin Durant shit. <laughs> I, I'll tell you what. Uh, I picked St. Louis just because, like I said, right. no, none, Why of us, not? none of us could settle on any NL team. Except for me. I said the Brewers. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I, I guess it was like no, nothing. Nobody jumped out to me. And I was like, oh, Cardinals haven't been there in a while. Right. They're hanging around five games back. And I mean, you also loathe the Cubs. I I loathe Cubs fans. Yes, I actually don't loathe the Cubs. Like right. I, I have I, I think I have two Cubs hats. Like yeah. I have never been to Wrigley. I'm going in September. Right, uh, stand up in stadiums tour comes to the Comedy Bar in Chicago first week in September. First maybe second weekend in September. 
um, formerly week one of the NFL season. Um, Which you're out on. I'm out on. I've I just actually spent fifty five dollars uh, mailing items. To, did you did to you Dirt sell Pulse. all that shit? I sold most of it. That's yeah. hilarious. There's still there's still some stuff for sale. It sucks you're out on it just when the Jimmy G era is starting. If, I mean, we drafted Saquon Barkley, so you're a man of principle. If Saquon Barkley is a fucking Prano Prano for president, 2020. Yeah. Um, I mean, I could see the St. Louis Cardinals still making a wild card run. No, I, I, t- I was, yeah, they totally could. Uh, and and I like it's too bad. It's too bad. Cubs, Cubs fans became such cocksuckers. Like when they finally got a good team, because who doesn't? Who didn't want to root for the Cubs? Everybody wanted to root for the Cubs. Literally nobody except for LeBron. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, right. And then uh, the NL East. The NL East is interesting. The Atlanta Braves, thirty-one and twenty-two, currently losing, I believe, right now. Big injury to my Mets, six-three. Mets are up six-three in the bottom of the eighth tonight. They are a half game up on the Nationals, who have come storming all the way back, even though they haven't finished a game in like a fucking week from weather delays, suspensions, games called off in the middle. Did they get major league players back? Or are they still playing with the Sky Sox? They they got some major league players back. They're thirty and twenty-two. They're a half game back of Atlanta. So if the Nationals, do we know how bad Acuna's injury? Uh, they said it was like a ACL like strain, I believe. Okay, so. Maybe six weeks. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I'm sure Atlanta. Some, we have some Atlanta fans. So I guys- like a hey, sliders. Atlanta fans. I'm loving Atlanta right now. I think I said it last week, but I got man crushes on all those young island fellas. And look, as a I'm here's how I feel about Atlanta. As a baseball guy, I'm like, oh yeah, they're starting to fucking turn around. Yeah, as exactly. A, <laughs> as, as a Mets fan, I'm like, fuck you, motherfucker. Right, right. And right. Fuck your fans who fucking disappear when shit goes bad. A terrible sh- sports town, and, and by the way. Show up when yeah. shit. Oh, uh, like, oh look, and they come out of the woodwork when they're a fucking game up in the NL East, and like they like they already won. Yeah. Let's not forget. Remember when you guys were fucking good? You got one. Yeah, you won you got the division won. for two consecutive decades, and that's what and you, you get for being a terrible one. pro sports team. Yeah, that's because exactly your fans it. don't want to fucking play. Is for there you. a fan base that deserves two new stadiums in the last twenty years less than no. the Atlanta Braves? Absolutely not. Yeah, absolutely not. Zero. Miami, Miami's, maybe? but they didn't get two new stadiums. No, they got one, and they but didn't. Miami would be maybe worse. Yeah, I don't know. They're right up in there. And this is and and I mean we're looking at basically the fucking Mets season in a nutshell. Mets four games back. Philadelphia is only a game back. This is the Mets season in a nutshell. They are no one scored on that. Well, that's something. Well, that's Until this something. guy hits a fucking grand Bomba. slam and we we're down seven six. Yeah, and you uh, know what? You know what sucks is that. I bet you these Atlanta fans are not even down with like Aviles and Camargo and Acuna. They just love that Dansby Swanson. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, fucking Dansby. Dansby, love me He's some a real player. You just like Chipper. Um, so the I'll, I'll tell you what the Mets fans and I was talking about this on uh, Dirty Sports. I hate Mets fans because they're so fucking pessimistic. <laughs> the Mets are twenty six and twenty five. Yeah. The Mets are in the process of trying to piss this game away to fall yeah. back to 500 again. But I mean, I'm hoping. See, like I'm, a, I'm a like a fan. I'm like I'm hope they. Hopefully they won't. Right. They probably will. But hopefully they won't blow this game. But the wheels came off the Mets season entirely, and we're a game up 
of 500 still, and we're four games back. Like, Which is there incredible. Are Mets, there are Mets fans who are like, this is it. Trade yeah. everybody. Fuck yeah. Conforto. Fuck Syndergaard. Fuck DeGrom. Fuck them all. And who, who in their right mind would say, fuck DeGrom? Yeah. It's it's really like trade him, trade him to the Yankees, get fucking prospects back. Yeah. Like and I'm like, we're now we're moving on from Cindergard and DeGrom. Yeah. If 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 you're not behind that'd be those terrible. guys, that'd be really who terrible. are you behind? Yeah, no, that'd be stupid. This is then just find a new franchise. Yeah. That'd be like the Giants getting rid of Linscombe and Kane in two thousand eight. I know like I feel about the Mets season and the Mets. I mean, I certainly don't feel about the Mets franchise this way because we have terrible ownership and it's yeah. a disgusting situation. But I feel about the Mets season the same way I feel about this game. Bases are loaded, no outs, bottom of the eighth. We're still up three runs. I feel like we're probably going to lose, but yeah. I'm hopeful we're not. Yeah. You know well, what I mean? Yeah, well, you're actually like pro- kind of optimistic, Joe. Yeah. Yeah, and that's a really great quality. And and, and that's it. Like, I'm not – like, there are Mets fans who are like, we have already lost this game. It's like, well, we have a three-run lead in the eighth. <laughs> yeah, so it's right. like <laughs> – we actually haven't yeah, already like, lost this if game. If you're a manager and they go, hey, uh, you're going to have a three. Well, I'm not going to tell you the situation, but you will have a three-run lead in the eighth. You go like, yes, I'll take I, will, it. I will please take it. Yeah, every single time. Absolutely. Yeah. Um. So Atlanta, Washington, Philadelphia, all what, basically Should we there. talk about what's going on with Thor right now? So I do want to talk about two. I two want to talk about pitchers. Syndergaard and Thor. Syndergaard. Syndergaard and Thor are the same person, right? Syndergaard, yeah. It's like Bruce Wayne and Batman. Batman. And DeGrom. Syndergaard is on the 10-day DL. Oh, okay. It's not too bad. With a finger injury. Yeah. He has a finger strain. He's got a ligament. Is it a ligament problem? Yeah. Like in your finger? (laughs) Yeah. Well. I don't know what the fuck this is about. That's not. I I don't even want to say the other guy who went sent to Cincinnati, but this is like the kind of injury he has. Yeah. That's not the kind of injury that Thor is supposed to have. No. Yeah. Yeah. That's a definite Harvey. It just makes me think of Ben Stiller and fucking Happy Young. My fingers hurt. Oh, yeah? Now your back's going to hurt. You just pulled landscaping duty. Like, (laughs) you fucking pussy. Um, But he's also Cindergaard. So, look, if he says, last year he said he didn't want to get an MRI and then his season ended like three days later. So, if his finger hurts. I'll take 10 days on the DL. Sure. DeGrom did a 10-day DL stint and came back, and it's pitching. Lights out. Lights out. Yeah. So that's the other thing I want to talk about. Jacob DeGrom is currently second in Major League Baseball with a 1.52 ERA, only trailing Justin Verlander with a 1.11 ERA. He has not lost a single game. And he has four wins. He has four wins. So they score one run a game when he pitches? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Or less than. Or less than, and he will leave, and they'll immediately blow the game. Yeah. That's what's called in San Francisco Giants parlance, getting caned. Yeah. Yeah. It just, yep. it, it's shitty. Did he just go bomba? It's at least a double. Oh. Oh. And that's Conforto goes, didn't play that, that well. Conforto did not play the last two balls well at all, and it is now... S- I think it's six six, isn't it? Yeah, six is six. Ender Incarciante. It's literally now six Mets six. Killer. We started. Th- we we were up three runs two minutes ago. Yep. But you're still not losing the game. Yeah, well, except that they have a guy on third base with, with one out yeah. in the bottom of the eighth. This guy's a Mets killer, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. I love that he pimped a double. By the way, he completely he, pimped a double. Uh, can we can we bring can we change our mind on that Thor 
DL stint just to drill that motherfucker. <laughs> you got one pitch in you, don't you? So know here's uh, Jacob DeGrom's debut was May 15th, 2014. Yeah. The top five pitchers in the RRA in baseball since Jacob DeGrom's debut. Clayton Kershaw, 2.05. Jake Arrieta, 2.66. Corey Kluber, 2.74. Jacob DeGrom, 2.85. Max Scherzer, 2.85. Sounds like a top five pitcher to me, Joe. Now we'll go wins. Clayton Kershaw, 66 wins. Wait, 66 wins? In that time. Since he came up. Since DeGrom came up. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I thought you meant he since he came off to DL. Since no. he came up to the big leagues. Okay. Since DeGrom came up, these are their ERAs and their wins. Arietta, 68 wins. Kluber, 67 wins. Max Scherzer, 71 wins. Jacob DeGrom, 49 wins. Wow. Caned. Just totally caned. It just, it I feel because so fucking bad for the dude. Yeah. Yeah. There's really nothing you can do about it. When you get caned, you're fucking caned, bro. And there's, you're just snake bit. It's like Steven Matz started this game. Matz are up the whole fucking time. Steven Matz is now out of this game. There's no decision. It's 6-6. Six, six. <laughs> I mean, they're fucking, it's a no decision, goddamn bonanza. <laughs> that sucks, man. He should be Jacob N.D. DeGrom. Yeah. <laughs> Big N, little D, DeGrom. <laughs> it's shitty. It it's sucks, like, man. I, I feel bad for you. It's, it's terrible. It's infuriating. Um, but Mets fans, don't trade DeGrom. Yeah. For anything. Now, Mickey Callaway. He's just lost his mojo. Is he? Was no, it? Was it beginner's is it luck? Time to revoke his dude card. Was it beginner's luck or because, like, I can't figure out if it was beginner's luck that he made all the right moves for a fucking month, or if one of his moves went wrong. Just one. Like, I feel and like what happened is one of his moves went and wrong. And it was a waterfall of bad moves. And then he just started questioning everything instead of just being like, no, like. He just was getting caught. He was bluffing at the right times. Yeah. He was shoving at the right times. Yeah. Fucking check raising. Right. And then suddenly he was like, oh, I got pocket aces. What do I do? Should I fucking, oh, I'm going to fucking check raise. And then could, no one called him. And he, he, he fucking didn't even get to show his pocket aces. <laughs> and he fucking took down nothing. He folded pocket aces. And then that was it. Like now I, now I feel like he's on tilt. I feel like he doesn't know. What to do? He's like a first-year big league Is he manager. Seeing ghosts out there. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Here's the good news. It's the end of the eighth. It's six-six. You're on the road. That kind of sucks. But you haven't lost it yet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. I don't know what to say about Mickey Calloway. I think on our first episode, I said to you, "Who the fuck is Mickey Calloway?" Yeah. Um. Also, uh. You know, it's also kind of bad luck, and there's some stuff you can't do anything about. You can't do anything about uh, you guys score zero runs for your best pitcher, and he's N.D. Agrom. Yeah. And uh, Matt Harvey decided he hated baseball, and Thor's got finger problems. And what, what about Lugo? How's Lugo doing? Lugo came in. Lugo was the one who blew fucking DeGrom's last start. Like, uh, it's, yeah, it's, the wheels are off. So he's not starting anymore. No. In uh, fact, he hasn't started the whole year. He should probably dye, uh, bleach his hair again. 
like it yeah. did for the World Baseball yeah. Classic. They they, they continue they to start Justin Vargas. They can see or like uh, fucking not Jason, Jason Vargas. Vargas. Yeah. yeah, and uh, Wheeler. So it's it's Degrom. You're welcome for Wheeler. Syndergaard, <laughs> Wheeler, Matz, and Vargas. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, Gesselman's been in the bullpen has been great, and I like that. But like, yeah, yeah I don't just know. stay the course because you're over five hundred, right? Till, you know, till maybe right now. Well, maybe, maybe, yeah. but like, it's still May. So before we slide into the DMs, yeah. and dude it up, uh, there's two more things I want to talk about. You, uh, I want, want to talk about some youngins. You brought up uh, the the Major the League Baseball draft is a plus, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, so. You wanted to talk about one player, but before we do that, I want to know, did you see the tweet I put out about our draft uh, prospect names? Oh, no, 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 no. There's uh, what's your draft prospect name. It's the first letter of your name and the day of your birthday. You are Lachlan Hunter. That's an awesome name. Yeah. I love it. You're a Lachlan Hunter. Yeah. It's like you're walking around Venice looking for Patterson. Looking for Lachlan. Uh, this is just happened to work out. My draft prospect name is Budweiser. <laughs> <laughs> Which is maybe the greatest prospect name I've I ever mean, heard. Sadly, I I sadly, there's no Miller and there's no light on either of the things. So yeah. I guess I'm Budweiser. Yeah. Uh, you wanted to bring up Anthony Siegler. Anthony Siegler. Not the not the uh, as good a name as Lachlan Hunter or Budweiser. But certainly not. But um, I don't know if he's Jewish or not. But if he is, he might be the new... Hank Greenberg, my or, new, the new. He's he's like he's like Jewish Shohei Otani. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this guy is he's a catcher. Okay, so he's that's his way to the big leagues. Yeah. They think it's he's he's going to be, be the last Sigler to squat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but this guy is also a left-handed pitcher, a right-handed pitcher, a left-handed hitter, and a right-handed hitter. He's a switch hitter, switch pitcher. It, he, I mean, talk about the unicorn. Yeah. So he's not only the best catcher, the high school coach says, he's also our best left-handed hitter, right-handed hitter, right-handed pitcher, and left-handed pitcher. And where is he in school? He's in high school. Yeah. In, in what state? Do you know? Uh, South Carolina, I believe. Jeez. North Carolina. Yeah. Yeah. Not only a Jew living in South Carolina. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But <laughs> they're like, switch everything. They're like, you're a unicorn. He's like, you don't know the half of <laughs> you it. Don't, yeah. <laughs> That's incredible. Right. Hey, look at these Mets. Oh, a little Med Rosario with a base hit in the ninth. Hey, dude, steal second base. That's, yeah, go that's for the it. deal. Yeah, that is totally the deal. That's the deal. You steal second base here. I, I'm, I, the thing about being a switch everything is I believe there's a rule, and I, I could be wrong, um, but that if you start as a left-handed pitcher in one at bat, you have to stay there for the whole at bat. Yeah. And I say, that's fucking bullshit. Yes. Agreed. You should be able to throw whichever way you want to. Fuck them all. I 100% agree. Like, why did they make this rule? Because nobody can do it. Right. What is that? Yeah. No. Also, uh, rule 25.01-A, you cannot throw with your feet. It's like, why would this rule exist? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Why would you ever write this in here? <laughs> yeah. Are you just trying to have things and not be fun? Yeah, yeah. Like, if, if Alton, Did show Alton Alton write the yeah, rules yeah, of yeah, baseball? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Buck Show was like, nah, we can't. We can't have that. Can't have that's too much nonsense. Feet? <laughs> yeah, that's incredible. Now, what I wanted to talk about as far as the youngins goes, we, the, uh, 
the College World Series is upon us. Oh, yeah. That Regional play has started. Are you at all a college baseball guy? Um, I used to be much more when I was, like, entering college. Um, but I always um, will have it on if, if it's on and I'm, I'm at the house and, like, whatever. I'll check it out for a little bit. Um, I usually kind of come into it not really in the regionals, but more in the, uh, the actual College World Series. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's super exciting. So here's what I thought we would do. Do you, do you drink what's, – what's your liquor of choice? I, like, I guess now it's vodka. I'm trying to stay away from the colored liquors these yeah. days. What, yeah. what vodka do you drink these days? I like Kettle, and I like Tito's. Okay. You know? so, I'm not that fancy. So here's what I thought we would do, just because I'm not much of a college baseball guy, yeah. but it's always fun to have a little interesting little action. Are we doing, are we doing <laughs> Kobe shot challenge? We're gonna, no, what, what, I thought we, <laughs> what I thought we would do is just pick I'll, – I'll start listing teams – we each get three choices uh-huh. from the super regionals or the regionals right now. If either of the, if any of the teams that are our are, are three choices win the College World Series, the other guy buys a bottle of the choice. Sounds great. What's right? your liquor? Uh, I'm a Maker's Mark guy. Oh, Whis- whiskey. I remember when I was a young man and I'd <laughs> start every night with a bud and a shot of Maker's. Yeah. And I felt like a man. Yeah. Now I'm just too old. So, all right, cool. I'll, I'll go through. Uh, Love I'll just, it. I'll just tell you. I'm just going to rip through teams, and you can pick pick three in your head, and then we'll go there. Okay. So, Florida, Jacksonville, Florida Atlantic, Columbia, North Carolina State, Auburn, Northeastern, Army, West Point, Texas Tech, Louisville, Kent State, New Mexico State, Georgia, Duke, Troy, Campbell. Arkansas, Troy, Duke, really? Yeah, I mean this is still this is still regional play. Arkansas, Southern Miss, Dallas Baptist, Oral Roberts, East Carolina, South Carolina, Ohio State, University of North Carolina, Wilmington, Texas, Indiana, Texas A and M, Texas Southern, Ole Miss, Tennessee Tech, Missouri State, St. Louis, the Billikens, the Billikens, Stanford, Baylor, FSU, Fullerton, Wright State, Coastal Carolina, UConn, Washington, LIU, Brooklyn, Clemson, Vanderbilt, St. John's, Moorhead State, Florida State, Mississippi State, Oklahoma, Samford, North Carolina, Purdue, Houston, North Carolina State, Stetson, South Florida, Oklahoma State, Hartford. What, Hartford, Minnesota, UCLA, Gonzaga, 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 however the fuck those cunts yeah. pronounce it up there. Canisius, Oregon State, LSU, San Diego State, Northwestern State. Okay. I'm going to go with just like, you know, just like for personal reasons, guys I've played with, their colleges, whatever. So one of the best hitters I ever played with in the Arizona Summer Collegiate League was a guy named Randy Duras who went to uh, Texas Tech. Okay. Um, amazing mustache at 19 years old and could absolutely rake. So I'm going to pick Texas Tech. Um, I believe Telly played for Texas Southern, so I will pick Texas Southern for Telly. And um, so I've got Texas I've got two Texas teams. Yeah, two Texas teams. Okay. Um, I'm going to say no to the Florida teams, even though it's a great place. It's a great place to play baseball, but they're – because they're, fuck the Marlins. 
um, in their shitty sports town <laughs> in Tampa Bay. So fuck them. So I will say, and I'm not going to say Stanford because they're in the no fun zone. I'm going to say Fullerton. I like it. Yeah. So Fullerton, Texas Southern, Texas Tech. I'm going to go with East Carolina. I like that one. Pirates. Yeah. Uh, my ex-girlfriend's dad is still their special teams coordinator for their football team. Yeah. Uh, we're still friends. I'm still friends with their family. Her brother is one of my favorite people, and I'm sure he's going to be rooting for them. I have a Pirate Nation pair of sweatpants. So oh, I'm gonna dope. Go East Carolina. Uh, I am going to go in honor of my boy, Rutha, the Billikens. No way. <laughs> in honor of my boy, Jacob DeGrom, and the fact that the dude can't get a fucking win. Oh, this is uh, in, in Major League Baseball. I thought that was going to be a double play. I'm going to go with Stetson University, where Jacob DeGrom was a shortstop. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. I love it. And then I'm going to finish it up in honor of who will hopefully be one of our first uh, guests on the show, uh, Tim Leary, who I coached with, played here at Sam High, and then went stayed local. I went to UCLA. UCLA. So we've got, I've got a California team, a Florida team, and uh, who's my first choice? East Carolina and East Carolina. Okay, and I love you've it. got two Texas teams. I've got two Texas and a Cali teams team in Fullerton. <laughs> but we'll we'll keep track. I'd like yeah. to, you know. I've had years where I was into college baseball, and yeah. I've had years where I wasn't into college baseball. And, uh, I mean, we have, a, we have a baseball podcast now. Right, <laughs> so we should pay more attention. So it sounds like we're paying attention let me, to college Let me just ask here. you something about uh, the bet. Now, if, let's say, I get two teams in the College World Series, yeah. and you only get one, but your team wins the College World Series, yeah. do you win? Or is it more teams in the College oh, no. World Series? No, it's just wins. Yeah. It's just whoever wins. Whoever wins. Yeah, in oh, fact, okay. you know what I'm going to do as well? Let's make this even more interesting. Okay. It's like we should, somebody should win. Right. Uh, no one picked teams from the Gainesville region. Yeah. From the Raleigh region. I was from, thinking about Coastal Carolina. From the Carolina. Athens region. Yeah. From the Fayetteville region, I'm going to let you pick a, a full other region. Okay, just sight unseen. I'm not going to tell you who's what teams are in there. So we've got just f- first region that sounds good to you. Pick it: Corvallis, Chapel Hill, Tallahassee, Clemson, the Clemson region, Conway. Okay. Oxford, <laughs> Mississippi, Oxford, Mississippi is a fucking region. Fayetteville. Okay. I think I know which one. Athens, Raleigh, and Gainesville. All right. This is what I'm going to do. Uh, I'm going to pick the Corvallis region, Oregon State and Washington, where Tim Linscombe went. So I'm, I'm going to pick Corvallis. Okay. Yeah. And I- I'm just assuming they're, they're playing in that region. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. it's the, so the one seed in that region is is what is where it's the site is Corval. So okay. yeah, you got Oregon State, and uh, I'm going to take the Chapel Hill region. Okay, which gives me North Carolina, Coastal I, Carolina. I didn't look, no, it doesn't. Really, it's a terrible choice, by the way. I just thought Chapel Hill is smart, but yeah. it wasn't. Chapel Hill, 
Purdue, Houston, and NC A&T. It's terrible. But it, Who's done, in the Corvallis region? Done with complete fairness. Uh, oh, it's actually really good. Oregon State, LSU, San Diego State, Northwestern State. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah, I'll take it. So there you go. All right. Uh, let's slide into some DMs. Right. I think we have a Mets slide, don't we? We do, in fact. In fact, we're talking about this guy right here. That wasn't him, but... Uh, oh, we're talking. they're talking Nemo. Okay, yeah, go ahead. I thought was, Conforto was just Conforto. struck out to end. Um, here we go. Let's slide into the DMs. This, we're going to start with uh, Nick Yardley. Joe and Andy, at Yardley underscore Nick. Joe and Andy, quick question for Dirty Slides. I'm currently working in the front office in minor league baseball, last season in El Paso, and this season in Reno. Just wondering what your guys' favorite promotion theme night would be. Also, if you could start a minor league baseball team anywhere, what city and team name? As you know, there are some crazy ones amongst minor league baseball. Thanks for taking my question, boys. Fuck Chase Utley. Let's go, Mets. <laughs> um, let's start. Well, you you had an immediate answer when we yeah. prepped this. Uh, yeah, I did. Your your minor league team would be the Venice Gays <laughs> in Venice, California. I would just think that's the thing to do. Yeah, you know my 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 playing career is coming to to an end. You know, and why not turn the Gays into a minor league team? You know, a la Bing Bing Russell. Yeah, you know. Um, yeah, and actually, uh, there's a there's a stadium that's dark right now. It's in Compton, but I mean, I, I, anything is possible. I'm going with for my location and team name. Yeah, I'm going with the Montauk Monsters. That's cool. Uh, Montauk, the last town in the entire strip of Long Island, the end, the lighthouse at the end of Long Island. You it's, know, I like island guys. It's basically. East Coast Malibu, right? Beautiful, t- my fit one of my favorite places in the world. Yeah, uh, Montauk, and then a few years. It's probably about a decade ago now. Um, some sort of dead animal that they could not figure out what it was washed up on shore, and it was some, it looked like some sort of creature from the great beyond. Yeah, and they deemed it the Montauk monster. Oh well, then so, yeah, I was going to ask you why the monsters because yeah. Montauk, I feel like. It's kind of a hoity-toity kind of yeah. Hamptons kind of town. Yeah, but that well, makes perfect it sense. It used to be, by the way. It used to be a real fishing town. Oh, really? Um, but then it's it's slowly been taken over. So there's there's a lot of options. Uh, the Montauk- so with the logo, the monster just like be like a like a jumping fish with its or a jumping monster fish with its. It well, so open. what what came it, what washed up on shore looked like it might have been like a dead dog with like all the hair had fallen off in the ocean. It was like, it's like a disgusting looking thing. Yeah. Uh, this Montauk monster. Right. That washed up. So it would just be like, uh, like a artist's rendering of like the side view of that face with yeah, just like this right. fang, like what is it? Right. And then obviously we'd have to put some sort of monster wall in left field. Oh, for sure. You know, it looks over like the, 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 and how about when home runs come up, it could be like jaws coming out of the water. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like lots of fishing, lots yeah. of, you know, you know, we could have uh, a fisherman race and right. this lots of nautical themes. Yeah, this monster. Yeah, there's also uh, uh, you know a uh, an old um, army base out there that supposedly there were some uh, you know time travel slash like alternate universe shit. Montauk projects it. a crazy yeah. thing. So there's like it could be, it's it could be like an Area 51 theme, it's like the Las Vegas nautical. 51s kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, like that's meets dope. nautical theme meets this yeah. monster. Yeah, 
Oh, I love it. Yeah. I love so it. So if anybody wants to start that team. <laughs> yeah. What would be your, your best, uh, what, what was the question? Like and then best, the promotion night. The promotion night. Yeah. Yeah. So what's a be- what's like, we think about promotion nights in general. Well, like I just heard for the Venice gays, I think like you get like free crazy glasses, like with the crazy eyes and everybody's got like the crazy eye glasses. Like, <laughs> that'd be dope. That can't cost that much, you know? <laughs> you know, for, for the monsters, like, shoot, I don't know. Like, uh, you know, at first I was thinking, well, everybody bring in like their biggest fish they can. <laughs> and yeah. like whoever wins, like gets free tickets yeah. or like yeah. t-shirts no, or that's, something. That's, I, I like that. You bring, know? Bring, bring in your biggest catch. Your biggest catch. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know? Catch of the day. Right. Yeah. And you I see like- how it. How it like stacks up to a picture I, of the. I've monster. also gone down deep wormholes about the Montauk project, which yeah. is like alternate reality. Like I love the idea of um, bringing your alternate reality, like the the chick that you probably should have married, like, <laughs> yeah. in it. like, like Just regrets night. Yeah, fr- <laughs> free admission if you bring like somebody from your alternate reality with you. Right. Like this isn't my wife. This is the girl I should have married, but yeah. I didn't because we broke up after high school, and that's the ball game. Mets lose. Uh, on a walk-off homer. Fuck yep, the Mets. It was fuck Camargo. the Braves. And Island guys. Yeah. Sorry, I mean, bud. The, mate, the yeah. fucking Mets. Oh, God. Ah, anyway, that was fun. Um, let's go. Let's slide back into the DMs. We've got... Uh, we already did Cal Gerber. We already did Nick Yardley. So we got Steve Hackett. Oh, wait. Can I say one thing about the Montauk Monsters? Yeah. Like, Sliders, if you've got a design for the Montauk Monsters uniform, send it in. Tweet yeah. us your design. Look That'd up Montauk cool. Monster. Like, look yeah, up the- look it up and, like, yeah, let's see what you got. Yeah. Let's see what you got. Uh, Steve Hackett, at Steve underscore Hackett underscore five. Hey, guys, love the show. Question, mostly for Joe. I am a lifelong Mets fan and have really taken a liking to Brandon Nimmo this year. He his OBP is way high. He takes walks, keeps the line moving. He's a contact hitter, runs out ground balls, always runs full speed, always gives 100% effort, above average outfielder. It just seems to me he's a guy we can always count on. You know what you're getting from him, and he's never has sound bites or drama. Am I crazy to say this kid has the potential to be the next face of this franchise following the David Wright era? Can we at least say he is a dude in the making? I would love your thoughts. Keep up the apps and great convos. Fuck Chase Utley. Fuck him. <laughs> uh, Can I just say I love Brandon Nimmo's number nine? Yes. That's a hitter's number. That's what I wore as a kid. Yeah, it's nine. a great number. I, I wore it because of Greg Jeffries, but uh, that, never, that didn't did really you, pan out. Did you know it's my Puerto Rico number? <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. Only for Puerto Rico. Nine. Yeah, that's yeah. dope. Um, yeah, tell me about Brandon Nimmo because um So here's uh yeah. Everything that this guy says right, he's he gets on base a ton. He's always getting hit by pitch, he's always walking, he's a good outfielder. It seemed like he was gonna be the guy who didn't, you know, it seemed like he was gonna be the odd man out. Um, but then just like happens, like Sass got hurt, Conforto was hurt for a little bit, so now he's in the lineup every day, and I really, really like him. And I absolutely don't think that they should be giving up on Nimmo. I don't think it should be like, let's trade Nimmo and get, uh, you know. If anything, I'd say just, like, let's be done with the Jay Bruce thing. Yeah, I, I right? agree. I like Jay Bruce, but the, uh, you know, the Jay Bruce kind of, like, 
Jay Bruce is certainly not a long-term option. No. And like this, I, like people just didn't love Nimmo. They didn't think he like brought enough. And I think he brings absolutely everything this guy is saying to the table, like in, in an era of like how important on base percentages, like, uh, why am I blanking on the Billy Bean probably jizzes over Brandon Nimmo. Like probably like literally jerks off to him. Yeah. And no question. I love him. I hope he's a Met for a very long time. I absolutely think he should be a, a, a part of this franchise going forward. Does he have that good face like Billy Bean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great smile, like smiley guy. Yeah. Now, uh, two things about him. Do they have an ugly girlfriend? I, I think he's got a pretty hot chick. Okay. Great um, self-confidence. Uh, am I allowed to say this kid has potential to be the next face of this franchise? I don't think that the face of the franchise can be like a high on base percentage guy. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. think you can sell your fans on that. And just look at the way they've had struggled to sell him to the fans, even in terms of like keeping him in the lineup. Yeah. So I don't think he has the potential of being the next face of the franchise. Can we at least say he's a dude in the making? I'm going to go out. I'm already, I'm going to say he is a dude already. Forget dude in the making. And here's why they drafted him in the first round. He played. Or I should say he did not play high school baseball in Wyoming because there is no high school baseball in Wyoming. He didn't play high school baseball because there's no fucking baseball team in his goddamn one horse town. Or probably get drafted out of high school? Probably a million horse town because that's all they have there. They have way more horses than baseball teams. Sure. He did not play high school baseball because they don't have a high school baseball team. Okay, so he went to college and just lit it up. No. He went out of high school. So did he just get drafted as like a body guy in the first round? Yes. He got well he got drafted as like a oh his American Legion stats were fucking good. Yeah. Which is like everybody's American Legion stats are good. Yeah. You play 17 10 ball games in American right, Legion. Right. Like regularly. But I mean is he 65 is he Yeah. Okay. Yeah, six five, like big guy, like right. has everything. Like what you know, they he's were got like, the number. He's a five tool guy. I absolutely not only do I think he's a dude in the making, I think he is a dude right now. Right now. Okay. Based on that alone, like we do we played high school baseball and no one paid attention to us. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> That's yeah. Tells you everything you need to know. <laughs> he's, 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 everything you need to know. The he's, guy like, he's like a model. You know yeah. what I mean? The, he's a guy who gets discovered in a mall. They're right. like, can you throw a baseball? Because you look like you can. He's yeah. like, actually, I'm really good at it. They're like, great. We're taking you in the first, first round. round. That's that's amazing. That's either a great pick or a terrible pick. Sounds like great pick. Yeah. But he's but you you're saying though he doesn't have enough sauce to be the face of the franchise. He's just he's not a power guy. Not yet. Right. Right. He's not a power guy and he's like he does it in a way like he gets hit by pitches. He walks a lot. Like he's an on base okay. guy. He's not like getting on and then stealing. He's just like doing everything. So he's got a command of the strike zone. Yeah. And he's got enough eye hand coordination to put bat on ball. Yeah. And they're like, You're six five, we can teach you how to hit home runs. Yeah. We give you some posture and leverage. But like he's not gonna be a gold glove outfielder. Yeah. He's not he's just gonna be like a he's just gonna be like you're gonna be like great. Like Best case scenario, Jay Bruce. Like best case scenario, he's Charlie Blackman, Hunter Pence. Oh, is he retarded? No, but like you know, Hunter Pence had like some fucking huge years. Like, yeah, no, he did. I know, but he he he's not a he he doesn't swing, right. throw, or run conventionally. No, but he's a super athlete. Right, 
Yeah. It, okay. So, uh, like, uh, and and by the way, Nimmo does everything conventionally. Okay. But he's just like you're like oh like he could have a 30 home run year. Yeah. And he'll hit for average, and he'll he'll do it really quietly. Yeah. You know, it's gonna be he's just gonna be fucking there, and you're gonna be like oh yeah, he's been our right fielder for 10 years. Okay. Because he's fucking good. Yeah. But he's not like out. You know, you're not like. I don't think they're selling Nimmo bobbleheads. Right. You know what I mean? I don't think people are showing up to the ballpark. For Best Nimmo case scenario, Howard Johnson. Exactly. Yeah. Just like a fucking. Like whoa, this guy's an MVP. Like a gamer. Yeah. Where you look back and you're like, he was the best player on that team. Yeah. In '89. In '89. You know the Frankie In Sweet 90. music years. Right. Yeah. <laughs> And our final slide into the DMs, which will segue us perfectly into dude or not a dude. Tyler Santos at underscore T Money 5. Dontrell Willis, dude or nah, which by the way has now become the shortened dude or not a dude. Dude or nah. Dude or nah. Okay. Um, and my gut says dude. This guy played with tremendous joy, tremendous swag. Um, he only did it for a couple of years. He threw as hard as he possibly fucking could until he couldn't anymore. Yeah. And he didn't really have, you know, that Greg Maddox to be able to, to paint. So, I mean, I, I, he won a world series Yep, as the number one dude. Was he the number one dude? 2003. Wasn't that his year? Was he the number one guy on that team? Was Levon still on? I uh, know Levon was not on that. Two thousand three, no. Two thousand three was like, wasn't that Beckett? Oh, Beckett. Okay, so was it ninety seven for Dontrell? Yeah, but but Tim uh, Kevin Brown, right, was the dude, and Levon was there, I right, don't know. and Dontrell. Yeah, I don't know if Dontrell. Let's like Dontrell. I don't know if he was there early enough for that, but he was. Like that's the thing. I think he maybe did win one, but he wasn't. The I think dude. he won a World Series. And I think it was with Pudge. World Series champion 2003. 2003. Yeah. Okay, so it was Beckett and him and uh, another guy, Alyssa Milano, dated Brad yeah. something. Brad Penny. And Burnett, maybe. Was Burnett there still? Bur- AJ Burnett, yeah. yeah. Oh, that was a dirty staff. Yeah. Yeah, I'm saying, dude. I'm saying, dude. And he could rake. Yes. I'm saying, dude. I'm saying, I'm going, dude, in the Matt Harvey way of dude like he was such a dude like he's not he didn't have a long career because he was too much of a dude <laughs> yeah he was like he was like but i don't think i think he loved baseball yeah he always did does matt harvey ever smile on the field because don Willis willis yeah 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 uh the, but i'm saying he was just like how hard can i throw and how hard how long can i throw that hard for yeah and and it's it. like whoa, 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 that's not how you have a long career. He's like, I'm, I'm not really care about. He's, that. Like, he's like, I'm not sure if I can have guaranteed long- contracts, yeah. Holmes. <laughs> he's like, I'm not sure if I can have a long career if I don't throw this hard. <laughs> yeah, so exactly. So. We're gonna find out one way or the other. I'm gonna do it the Dontrell way, which is a segue into what you had a great idea, and this could be something we, whenever you know, we need, we were in a pinch, and somebody asked us, dude or nah, yeah, and we need, we need a, a group to do all time Marlins, dude or nahs. Uh, yeah, let's do it. Jeff Conine. I mean, I can't. I can't think of a good reason why he's not a dude. And I, I mean, can't think of a good reason why he is a dude. That's true. Right. That's true. I mean, he was a solid player. Yeah. Not a great player. I mean, what he's really known for is being an original Marlin and not getting traded for a really long time. Yeah. 
So not a dude just because I'm it, going not a dude because like just really not enough. He it's again, it's that je ne sais quoi. Like, I, I don't think anybody's ever like, we got to go get Conine or we got like he was always like the fifth best hitter on that team. Yeah. Like, yeah. Being a clubhouse guy is fantastic for a baseball team, but like doesn't necessarily make yeah. you a dude. Yeah. OK. Not a dude. You're right. Conine, not a dude. Edgar Renteria. Dude. Come on. Right. Fucking dude. He's got two World Series clinching hits. He was a stud. And let's let's be real. He's the only Colombian, I think, to ever play in the big leagues. Not like <laughs> he's Colombiana's only guy. And he's a two-time champ. And yeah. rookie of the year, he's a stud. And he came in and he was like, you know, there's that there was that era of the like, I don't know if you remember like the shirtless shortstops picture. It was like A-Rod. Jeter, Renteria, Garcia Parra, like Garcia Parra, right? Like, uh, was there another? Like, there was a fucking Alex Gonzalez, like fucking yeah. Ray Ordonez, like that there was all fucking... these guys that came up, and like he ended up being one of the fucking dudes. Yeah, he stuck around. Like it was like, oh, what of these guys are all gonna be in the big leagues for twenty years? Like, no, three of them are. Yeah, but, exactly. And one of them is gonna be Edgar Renteria. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To me, he's a dude. Yeah. Uh, Craig Council. I mean, I feel like Craig Council is like when we make a poster that says "dude" or "not a dude," like and surprise, he's a dude. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say like if we make a poster like "dude" or "not a dude," like you know, uh, Ricky Henderson is like pimping his shirt yeah. in the dude side, and then Craig Council's weird batting stances on the other side. Yeah, right. Uh, it's hard for me to say Craig Council's a dude. The only thing I would say that you know, uh, a reason for him to like be considered a dude is just because, man, he's five foot nothing, a hundred and nothing. It's like, is Rudy a dude? Right. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, he's he's not. But he did his best. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I mean? So yeah, I mean, hell of a try. Yeah. It's kind of like, is David Eckstein a dude? Right. Not really, but goddamn, he played Major League Shortstop at five foot six. It's almost like the argument for Craig Council being a dude is he's so not a dude, yet we know who he is. Yeah. Which is kind of dude thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we have to come back on Craig Council. You know what? We're going to go to a higher council. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Does anybody know if Craig Council's a dude? We're going to need a ruling on this. Talk about alternate realities and higher mysteries. Yeah. Yeah. Craig Council broke the dude scale. (laughs) Manager, dude. Leland, dude or not a dude? I mean, to me, I mean, mean, he's kind of a dude. I I remember uh, the spring training video of him undressing Barry Bonds for being a fucking bitch. Yeah. And anytime you smoke cigarettes, like... In the dugout, that's a pretty dude move. I and he won think, two World Series? Yeah. I also or think a du- a pretty dude move. One World Series. Yeah, I think one. Yeah. I think I also think a pretty dude move is when you have a mustache and you smoke and it almost looks like your mustache is going gray from the smoke. <laughs> it's from the smoke. <laughs> like, if he's not a dude, he's definitely an old school dude. Let's see how many, let's see how many rings Jim Leland has. The one I remember is... Is uh, for sure in yeah, Florida. 97. Three time manager of the year. 90 and 92. Got, 2006. Got to the World Series with the Tigers, didn't he? Yep. Against the Giants. Got swept. And he won a gold. 
in uh, the World Baseball Classic. The first one? 2017 in Los Angeles, yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm going to give Jim Leland dude status. I'm going dude. Yeah. I won't even click on the personal life section of his <laughs> of his Wikipedia page cuz I don't want to ruin it. <laughs> Bobby, Bowen. how many times was Leland divorced? Over <laughs> under two and a half. <laughs> now we got to do it. <laughs> Personal life: Son Pat Leland was drafted by the Tigers in 2010. Uh, Jim Leland was one of eight new inductees into the Michigan Sports Hall of Fame. That's not much of a personal personal section. Bobby Bonilla. Well, I mean, to me, Bobby Bonilla is a dude for getting $1 million out of the Mets every single year. Every fucking July 1st, there is something <laughs> called Bobby Bonilla Day, <laughs> where the Mets give him $1 million. I, th- I feel like Bobby Bonilla was great, but he should have been better. You know? Sure. Yeah. I mean, that was... Especially with the Mets. Well, so speaking of Pirates, it was Leland, Bonds, Bonilla, and... Dance like. Yeah. And Not a dude. Bonilla and Bonds both left basically simultaneously. Bonilla came to the Mets. Uh, Bonds went to the Giants. Right. Bonds went on to be the greatest player in the history of Major League Baseball. Bobby Bonilla went on to lead the Mets to the worst record in baseball <laughs> and try to fight a uh, member of the press in the locker room. Oh, really? Make you move. He went. Make you move. Oh, he was, really? He threatened the dude, and the guy was like talking shit. He's like, "Make you move." He wanted to fight the dude. It was the season. It was the '92 season when just the fucking wheels came off, right? And uh, maybe it was yeah, it was '92. '92 was Juan and, Samuel part of that? Yeah, problem. And, uh, and fucking Boney is fighting people. Vince Coleman setting off fireworks. They're it's losing, just a disaster. One hundred twenty-five games or whatever. Now, we it was. did say the Vince Coleman not a dude for setting yeah. off fireworks. I will say about this, like, you know, when I think of Trying to fight um, press, I always think of that Ryan Leaf. Yeah. He, like, screams like a little girl. Yeah. Which is not a dude move, but saying make Make you move move. is kind of dude. And kind of sitting back. Yeah. You know, some would say more of a dude move would be take your lump money and uh, go have a day. But also a pretty dude move, go, you know what? Stretch that out and give me $1 million (laughs) every July 1st so I can celebrate the fucking 4th of July in full dude fashion. Like, (laughs) Jesus Christ, when that hits his bank account every year. Yeah. Does he laugh? I mean, he's just a dude for his financial sense. Yeah. 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 I kind of got to give him dude status. I'm giving him dude and it makes me sick to do it. Kevin Brown. Man. Look, Kevin Brown was a great pitcher for, I wouldn't say a long time, but not a short time. And he was dominant. Yeah. But he's also a bitch. He's also, you know. He also, he demanded. He was mercenary, Kevin Brown, there for a bit. He was a mercenary. Fucking Padres. And when he. Marlins. He got $100 out out of the Dodgers and demanded a private jet. For road trips. Yeah. Which is lame. Yeah. Which is like not a dude move. As it, much as private jets. Like, move. I'm not even sure private jets are a dude move. It's not a dude move if you're playing a team sport. No. and But it's less of a dude move for the Dodgers to give it to them. Yeah, yeah. Which they did. So... I, I mean, I don't know how much of this is personal bias. I yeah. thought Kevin Brown was just a garbage human being. Like, yeah. And uh, but I I mean I didn't know him. It's just from whatever I saw. And I feel the like Kevin Brown was like he made a strong argument for dude, just like the way he held himself on the mound. Yeah. But 
to me, th- this is what's going to make me go not a dude here. Is like, shouldn't Kevin Brown have been like better still? It's kind of the Bobby Bonilla argument. Yeah. yeah. Like he like long like Kevin Brown was ridiculously good. Like when Randy Johnson was ridiculously good and when Greg Maddox was ridiculously good. And then like those guys just stayed good and Kevin Brown just kind of disappeared. Yeah, he did. And it's like, well, why? <laughs> I, well, I think once you're, you're such a dick and like you're completely divisive in the in the clubhouse, once you start like being a little shitty, it's like, yeah, no thanks. You know, we already paid you your hundred mil. You got your private jet. Now you kind of suck. Go fuck yourself. 211 wins, 144 losses. Major League debut was in 86. It took him a while to be good. Right. Last MLB appearance was 2005. So he was in the big leagues for 19 years. Yeah. 86 with the Rangers. 86 through 94 with the Rangers. 95 with the Orioles. 96, 97 with the Marlins. They They get a World Series. But I feel like 96, 97, when does he became good? Yeah. Like his first few years weren't that good, which is amazing. He got 200 wins. Yeah. 98 with the Padres. They went to the World Series. They were awesome. Lost. Dodgers, 99 through 2003. New York Yankees, 2004 to 2005. So Six-time sucked, All-Star. Man. League leader in wins. Major League leader in wins in 92. Mm. So with the Rangers. Uh-huh. Uh, two-time NL ERA leader in 96 and 2000. Pitched no, one no-hitter on June 10th, 1997. I, I, it's, it's crazy. I still say he should have been better. Yeah, <laughs> like, right. What right. a dick I am. Yeah, How yeah. dare you have a baseball podcast, tell a guy with 211 wins he should have been should better. should be better. Yeah. I mean, I think we got to give him dude status. I'm giving it. Yeah. Just like we gave Bobby Bo. It hurt to do it. here's the thing. Mitchell report. He was named in the Mitchell report. Oh, was he now? Yeah. Well, fuck him. It's uh, Bill <laughs> Plaschke, who's kind of a douche, uh, states, it was obvious to me and Dodger management that he was probably on steroids. We would even talk about it while watching their bulging, straining bodies from dugout during batting practice. But, but Bill Plaschke said bulging, straining bodies? Yeah. That's weird. I'm I mean, giving him dude status just because Bill Plaschke said Bill Plaschke talk shit about like him. him. <laughs> yeah. Bill Plaschke, not a dude. Um we're gonna do. I think we're, we're we'll wrap this up pretty quick. I think these next two will go pretty fast. Gary Sheffield, dude. I mean, what? what? Yeah. If you swing as hard as you can for like twenty years in the big leagues, every single time, hit five hundred homers. Yeah, and you're five hundred homers, and, and you're one of those guys who has a fucking such a hitch in your swing because you're like, <laughs> guys, I'd really love to not have this hitch in my swing. If you could throw one forty. That I'd really appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> Instead, while while Kevin Brown's out there throwing a hundred, I'm going to have my bat moving in the opposite direction. <laughs> I mean, I'm because yeah. I'm a fucking dude. Yeah, yeah. No, Sheffield's a dude. Jose Fernandez, rest in peace. That guy's. I mean, he lived like a dude. He died yeah. like a dude. <laughs> that R.I.P. Dude, bro. Yeah. But the dude killed. The, he was the dude killed him. Yeah, the dude killed him. Too much, dude. You know, sometimes sometimes it's the devil on your shoulder. Yeah. For Jose Fernandez, it was the dude inside. Yeah. yeah. It was like when he was on the mound, he was a dude. Yeah. When he was on cocaine, speedboating in the dark around Miami, he was, he was also a dude. Yeah. It's kind of the same, you know, the same thing with Ken Caminiti. Yeah. His dudeness killed yeah. him. And uh, there's a there's an old saying down those, those the Florida where speedboats run rampant. Um, the... 
the rock jetties care not if you are a dude or not a dude. <laughs> Do not hit them going 140 knots. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, RIP, dude. And the final one, I'm pretty sure he outlived Jose Fernandez, which is ridiculous. But Charlie Huff, original. <laughs> original Marlin. Original Marlin. Knuckleballer. Uh, how long he, he pitched in the show? 30 years? 35? Charlie Huff. Here we go. Age 70. Born in Honolulu, Hawaii. He pitched 24 years in the big leagues. He had 216 wins. He had 216 losses. <laughs> I mean, right there, that's fucking dude. He was a one-time All-Star in 1986. He's in the Texas Rangers Hall of Fame after playing for the Dodgers for 10 years, the Rangers for 10 years, the White Sox for two seasons, and then his final two years with the Marlins. He was drafted at a Haleiwa High School in the eighth round 1966 by the 1966 by the Los Angeles Dodgers. Look, if you can't be be a dude and a lifetime knuckleballer, it means like no knuckleballers can be a dude. Like, yeah. you, you know what I mean? Like, if this is the only knuckleballer dude they have, like, you got to kind of give it to him. Like, he he pitched 24 years in the big leagues throwing 40 miles an hour. Yeah. <laughs> dude, I mean, like, I'd say the same thing about Tim Wakefield or um, – who was it? Candiotti? Yeah. Yeah. Those guys are dude. That's big yeah. nuts. Charlie Huff, you're a dude. You're a dude. Congrats, Congratulations. Dude. He's like, I already knew that. I'm yeah. from Hawaii. Yeah. No, no and shit, I played guys. 24 years in the big leagues. Yeah. But thanks, you two <laughs> thanks fucking. Thanks for your fucking approval. Two fucking dickheads. <laughs> on a couch. Yeah. He's like, I'll come fucking, I'll come be the best pitcher on the gays right, right now. Right now. I'm 70. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> lots of dudes. Lots in the, of dudes in, in that all-time Marlins lineup. Yeah. I'm just, there's obviously a lot of Marlins not dudes, you know? I mean, but, I think all Marlin fans not dudes. Yeah, exactly. But Mr. Marlin, what was that guy? Was that Mr. Marlin or something like that? Yeah, Billy yeah. Marlin. Yeah. Or no, wasn't there like... Oh, Marlins, man? Yeah. yeah. The ultimate not, not a, a dude. dude. Like that, forget uh, yeah. Craig Council. We'll and, have him uh, on that. How about How about the lead singer of Creed? Like, didn't Is they have the Marlins, Marlins song? <laughs> Let's go Marlins. I didn't know that. Home runs and strikeouts and double plays. <laughs> really? Double plays? <laughs> okay. I know you're a baseball guy. Laz, where can everybody find you? Uh, at Andy Lazarus on Twitter. Andy Lazarus on Instagram. Venice Gay is on Instagram. Uh, back in the stand-up stand up flow, I'll be at the... What's that shit show? <laughs> Fucking MDR. Prince oh, of Wales Are you doing night. Prince of Wales? Yeah, I'm doing Prince of Wales tomorrow That's night. amazing. Yeah. Uh, go to at Venice Gaze on Twitter. Yep, Follow yep. Laz. Uh, tweet at us. Tweet Dirty Slides. At Dirty Slides. Uh, slide into our DMs with questions. Send us your dude or not a dude. Make sure you use the hashtag. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Fix Your Life. Follow me on Instagram at Joe Prano. Go to JoePrano.com and check out the dates for the Stand Up and Stadiums Tour, which are coming all kinds of places soon. I'll be in Tahoe, followed by New York, followed by New Jersey, followed by Lake Chelan, Chillin, Chelan, Washington, followed by Bingle Fest. If you're a shithead, come to Bingle Fest in, <laughs> in Monroe, Washington. Uh, San Diego with Eddie Ift and down La Jolla. All kinds of shows on JoePrano.com. Get your dude shirt. They're in, they're in the mail coming to us uh, pretty soon, Laz. 
Oh, I got news on uh, related. Uh, just made the order for gaze hats, fellas. So um, they will be on their way in six weeks. So so get your uh, get your gaze gear. Get yeah. your dude shirts. Uh, DirtySports.com. Rate, review, and subscribe to the Dirty Sports Podcast. We'll have our own feed soon. Uh, follow everything. And fuck Chase Utley. Fuck him. <laughs>